Well, this is going to be um, interesting because like, when I put those videos on YouTube, uh-huh. uh, the service that does it, like, it caps the audio at um, two hours. You can't do anything longer than two hours. Oh. So there's like three of our podcasts in two hours. But each one I was like, oh, how can I get rid of like eight minutes from this? Look at the intro. There we go. Look at the outro. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> So just half an hour. Boom, done. Should, should, should I tell you the really amusing thing as well? Obviously, it automatically does the subtitles. Yeah. Oh, God. So <laughs> when I put, on the, I put it on the PS4 the other night, and just out of morbid curiosity, went, I wonder what the subtitles are like. <laughs> Sometimes it goes off on such a weird tangent. I, I see a video series coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have to go and do this, but I'll be two seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> a so wild owl appears. Hello? Hello? A wild owl appears. I I just remembered. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you had. Uh, Cameron uses um, brown ale. It's super effective. <laughs> are we very far in? No. <laughs> Welcome to the Conquistadors. The Conquistables return to celebrate the majesty of WrestleMania 10. Making their way to the ring in Madison Square Garden tonight. Bam Bam, Phil Doyle, Quebecer Cameron Phillips, The Bad Guy, Ewan Taylor, and Geordie Allen Milburn. Only tonight on the Conquistables. <laughs> so this seems really surreal tonight, this podcast. You're telling me. Ow, you've done one from the bath. I did one from the bath one. <laughs> How is this more surreal than that? I did, I did it. And there's no kebab tonight. No, there's no kebab tonight. From a hotel yeah, with no yeah, power. He, was, he wasn't eating at the yeah from a hotel with no power. That was one. Yeah, the power. Well, what else? We on the bus. Remember, he started one on the bus. <laughs> God, um, it was all we could do in the background was ding ding, and it was, it was like, what? and it was Alan in the bus. Oh. So Al doing a podcast from the bus, going through uh, streets of Carlisle. That sounds like a great TV show. Have we mentioned anything that. about wrestling? We well, we, we we want to, and we keep like <laughs> we're trying to really desperately get to it. It needs to be a segue. <sighs> anyway, Al, yeah. right? You picked this. Why? Yes. Is that it? Is that how we're launching into it? When I say you picked this, I mean the actual show we're watching, nothing else. Um, well, because WrestleMania 10 was the first WrestleMania I watched on Sky.
That's a simple reason. That's it. Is that it? Um, yes, it's very good, sure. And um, yeah, it was. It's for a, a nice, a nice simpler time, nineteen ninety four. Well, I think eight and nine were I first, I watched on Sky, but this I remember. I think I remember staying up for this one because it was WrestleMania ten and it was special. So I, I got dispensation from the parents. So I could stay up late to watch it. Did this one fall? I can't remember because sometimes WrestleMania fell during Easter holidays, isn't it? And yeah, you've got to stay up late, and it was all right. Yeah, because uh, a few of these I've been able to watch live with him, but because it falls like in that first Easter weekend break. This one was March twentieth, nineteen eighty four. I can't remember what my school timetable was then. I can barely remember what happened yesterday, so you know. <laughs> Do we kick off with Growly Vince? No, we could kick off with Twinkly Piano Music. We're going to kick off with a dark match. Oh, here we go. Oh, Al's going to be a dark Al's... match expert. Welcome oh, to Al's dark I, match. I, I know exactly the reason why Al wants to mention this particular dark match. It features the greatest ever tag team. Fuck you. <laughs> well, the Fabulous Rue Show Brothers. Uh, oh, it please. Was, it was please. the heaven, Heavenly Bodies taking on the Bushwhackers. Oh, yes. How how could that have not made this card? My goodness. I think there was some tennis racket shenanigans and the Heavenly Bodies won. Well, of course they did. And then we'll move on to the proper show. <laughs> Probably. with uh, Apart from Little Richard's mime artist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to say Little Richard was my minger than this? It looked. It really looked like he was. You seriously, you know, seriously, seriously. I mean, even when they don't actually film Little Richard getting in the ring, because I think that might have been the most unelegant thing ever. I would just say that the videotape says it all. <laughs> well, yeah, indeed. Well, look, indeed. they got they got gold ropes. It's in Madison Square Garden. I mean, come on, yeah. you know, it's they're, they're trying. I've got a note down here saying he's singing the American national anthem like he's trying not to wake a child in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> what the Michael Jackson's program? Oof. heavy who knows um, but then I put say what you want but this actually beats Kid Rock um, yes to be fair taking uh, a shit on the stage would beat Kid Rock is that Hall of Fame of Kid Rock or has that not happened yet it's happened he's in it he went in this he's, year yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he went in this year so. purely because he's like usually just donating all of his crap music that That's he true. just samples Metallica for to The Undertaker yeah, and then yeah. I've put also just the last note for the introduction, loving the Japanese guy with the HBK jacket. Yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. That man is my hero. Also, I saw uh, there was like a nice banner that said, thanks, Kev. <laughs> and I've also written down, I think I'm pretty sure that Jerry the King Lord is doing the commentary with no shirt on. That does not surprise me. He's got his king robe on. He's got his king robe on and that's about it. And it always struck me as a bit disconcerting when that happened. Yeah, because he's oh. quite a hairy man. Fact, he is quite fact, a hairy fact. beast. Uh-oh. His first pay-per-view commentary. It is. Is it? That is correct. Yep. Is it really? It is. I did not know that. No, I, I would have thought that he was like feeding with Bret Hart and stuff, wasn't he, I suppose? So. And how does he decide to introduce himself to the world, beer chested and ready to go? Well, if you listen to some of the rumours, that's just, you know, other parts oh. of his life follows that as well, I think. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's all, I, I believe off the top of my head, it's also Vince McMahon's first WrestleMania as a commentator. No. No, he was at nine, wasn't he? 
No, he actually he did a bit of WrestleMania two, but that was like a weird the thing three venue had... one, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh no, it was G- Jim Ross, Heenan, and Macho Man at nine, wasn't it? Oh yeah. So yeah, uh, you might be right. I suppose always, always, always would be like Monsoon and Heenan or Monsoon and Ventura, wouldn't it? I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, this me. What a might a first this is. And we get probably what follows on to I would say the best opening match in WrestleMania. That would not be a hard um, title to achieve, but um, you are correct. Well, I'm trying to think of another WrestleMania that had a better opening match than this one. Um, Bouncer's books workers. I swear to God, I'm muting him. <laughs> um, I don't think there is one. I can't think of anything really that ones? beats that. The only one I can think of recently was when, well, no, I don't know, maybe but for impact-wise, um, Daniel Bryan beating Triple H, 30? That's all good No, that was obvious as hell. Yeah, but for quality, quality of match, I think they still beat them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This this blows away anything, the majority of what else is on this card, which is, again, not difficult when you look at the rest of the card. Yeah. My main issue, though, there's no think. This contest is scheduled for one ball. Making his way down the aisle from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. What I do, what what when they come out though, what I do like is you get the you get like the best version of the Hitman theme. I don't care what anybody says, best version. And then Owen's yeah. music is just appalling. It's it's bad. Can I just can I just mention before we go any further? I love Madison Square Garden as a wrestling venue. Mm. I love it. It's just it's almost like it's set up for wrestling. Um, one that sticks out to me is the Raw Rumble two thousand with the the car on the entranceway. Yeah, yes. yeah, just. Various shots of that night are buried in my mind. It feels um, like really kind of close and rowdy. If that kind of makes all the crowd that's, feels that's, like yeah, that's, that's why really I like because the crowd feels right on top of you, regardless of where you are. Yeah, it's it's just it's just perfect. And now, not that I've watched any WWE for six months now. <gasps> um, I know I gave up. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> it's and New Japan's getting very close at the moment with the fucking nonsense going on there but that's a different story altogether we'll move on move on um i just love msg as a venue yeah it's, and it's, it's probably def- the fact that like we're probably never going to get a ve- uh, an event this size there again absolutely not we'll probably get like a, a battleground or a yeah f- fucking they still run houses there don't something. they but i can't think of the last few you that's been there well considering that they're now seem to be promoting shows in countries that don't like women that's true um, and they're having some like Texas. <laughs> they like women just in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, but there was a good um, Chris Jericho podcast not too long ago about Madison Square Garden. They were talking about why they don't run it, and there's like a combination of like they refurbished it so that the actual cost to run it is quite expensive compared to other places. And like getting in there is like a pain in the ass because it's like it's right bang in the middle of New York. Yeah, but you know if oh, other like, companies can do it, and the fact that ROH are now running. That venue sold out with New Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, it makes more sense financially and you know just logistically for them to run the Barclays Center. Well, of course, it's a giant, it's a giant cavernous sports venue that's got all the flashy, nice things that they seem to be accustomed to now. Exactly, yeah. So that's probably why they just run, but they still kind of do house shows there. But it's, they don't think it's going to be like that. 
no, special place again. I, again, that goes back to the whole point of WWE is no longer a wrestling company, they're an entertainment company, and yeah. that's what they do. Well, surely, the rest is here entertained all of us you were mentioning cameron what was the last show actually at msg that was not a house show you were apparently, mentioning something apparently survivor series 2011 that's a long 20? time ago seven years did they not have a special at msg recently like the roadblock or something weird like uh, that. Is that, is that was it not that kind of a network special was that another that one where like special kofi, kofi kingston did the oh my god randy orton and it was the biggest thing ever for a while have you, I've just looked up the card for that, that Survivor Series. Do you want to just quickly go over it? 2011. Quick. I don't think I'm good. It had like... <laughs> they have one or two Survivor... It had like a job of Survivor Series match almost. Oh, here we go. The dark match was Santino Morella defeating Jinder Mahal. Wow. The Green. opening match was... <laughs> the opening Green match was Jinder as well. Exactly. The opening match was Dolph Ziggler defeating John Morrison for the US title. Beth Phoenix defending against Eve Torres in a Lumberjill match. Jesus. Uh, team Barrett, which was Cody Rhodes, Dolph Ziggler, Hunico, Jack Swagger, and Wade Barrett, beat the team of Kofi Kingston, Mason Bryan, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Sin Cara. I'm sure that's the only Survivor Series match almost, just out of pity. The <clears throat> next match is the Big Show defeating Mark Hendry by DQ for the World Heavyweight Championship. Se- Semi-main event is CM Punk defeating Alberto Del Rio by submission for the WWE Championship. And the main event is John Cena and The Rock defeating The Miz and R-Truth. Oh, was that the one? Yeah. That, that was supposed to be pre-build for their match WrestleMania, wasn't it, I guess? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. build up for that one, yeah. This is a quick Cody aside. Did anybody watch the latest Botchamania for his story at the end of the, po- uh, end of the show? Oh, I've not yet. No. I recommended. Is it great? Yeah, it's hysterical. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think with the Owen and Bret Hart match, I think we covered the start of the feud, didn't we? We did the was it a King of the Ring or Survivor Series when he got eliminated did, from the yes. King of the Ring '93, which was technically kind of the start of it, wasn't it? Yeah, so that had been kind of bubbling away, and then we had like I think Todd Bettingill does the wrap up. Bret Hart and Owen Hart, brothers divided. Let's go back to last year's Survivor Series. Keep your eye on the rocket as he hits his brother, the Hitman, into the steel garter, and then check this out. One, two, three. The Rocket gets pinned by Shawn Michaels, the only Hart brother eliminated, and he's none too happy about it. Check this out. And then, and then they made friends and got a, a tag team title shot. Against and the Beckers, uh, was it? Yep, but then, of course, Owen accused Brett of being too selfish that he could have tagged, but he tried he is to put the shooter out. Yep. And he's, um, his leg giveaway, and that's why Owen kicked his leg from his leg. Yeah. Hey. Great. <laughs> but, um, right. Heel Owen Hart is brilliant, though, so that's fine. You can fine. tell during this match, though, that these two have grown up wrestling each other. Oh, yeah. And therefore know the ins and outs of each other completely, and it, it makes it so cool. It's so smooth. It's so crisp. There's no awkwardness. There's no weirdness. It's just two guys that just know each other yeah. through and through. And yeah. Owen's heel persona is brilliant. Like, I think he just like celebrates everything he does. Like, he <laughs> yeah, the crowd. He does. Yeah, cheer everything's, me. Everything's the greatest thing he's ever done. I would doubt that either parent is watching this. I can't imagine that they would. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Is that some sort of a victory? Come on! Yes, of course! That was great, Owen! He celebrates yeah. everything he does, but like, during the matches, have you noticed how he, like, he tends to... If Brett does a move... Owen, like about a minute or a, ha- a minute or two later, will copy it, but will heal it up. Yes, I think I think there's a moment where Brett gets a backbreaker in on Owen, and then like two minutes later, Owen gets a backbreaker in on uh, Brett. 
But as he like stretches him across his knee, he pokes a thumb in his eye. Yes. <laughs> and just like you just to heal it up and just it's, like do the it, same thing again, but just the evil version of it. One is such a natural heal because he's got the mannerisms that he's got that sort of I am above you all look to him. Yeah. Mm. And once again it was a it was the kind of reality based kind of like Yeah. He obviously had a little he had a little brother axe to grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. It was it was really cool for that. And was anyone when they're watching this expecting Owen to win? No, not not live. I wasn't. Yeah, exactly. No. I, I wasn't. Looking is a pure like mock point of view. Owen shouldn't be winning that. Brett's much better. You know, Brett's more experienced. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From that, that point of view, but I think if you're watching it for the first time and knowing nothing about either man, you look at Brett Hart, you look at Owen Hart, and you expect Brett Hart to win based on looks alone. Yeah, exactly. Because he's, he's just a little bit bigger. He's got a little bit bigger. He's got the razzmatazz. He's got you know the crowd eating out of his hand. And you've got yeah. Owen Hart coming out. He's just a guy in comparison. Yeah, exactly. Let's. Uh, I don't know if you've already mentioned this. So apologies if you have. Let's not forget what this match could have been because uh, it was all that important coin toss. Remember? Yes. Who goes first? Now I'm pretty much sure it was fixed. Probably was. <laughs> but like, me. the the oh. other match. The alternate match is cringeworthy because because that means Brett would have got Yoko first if he'd won the coin toss. Yep. So Luga had to have another match. Oh god. Oh god. Oh yeah. And it would have oh, been. Oh god, Luger. who was that against? Luga against Crush was the alternate oh, match. No. Oh, oh god. Oh dear. I, I actually wish, I actually wish but, we saw that now. <laughs> again, <laughs> from a from a logistics point of view. Bret Hart should have gotten the ring, got a steel chair, hit Owen, got disqualified, and then he would have been fresh for Yogazuna. He's, well, but he that, needs to defeat not... his brother, put him in back in his place, did he? Come on. <laughs> that's not how Bret Hart works. He's a man of integrity. He's been booked for matches. By golly, he's going to win that match. Exactly. Exactly. I, um, by golly. And I'd just like to state another thing. Bret goes on first. Luger's down the card somewhere, him and Yokozuna down the card somewhere. That's a much less rest period till the main event, you know. Brett gets a whole event to rest. You and know, he, does, he does get a good couple of hours, like, in yeah. terms. Luger has got no tank to Um, They're a bit later on, yeah. Luger is sixth on the card. Christ. And what's the main event? Ninth on the card, isn't it? Ninth on the card, yeah. So, Christ, you know. Luger would have been able to walk back out there, would he? Hands on his hips, walking around. Big, big deep breaths. <laughs> Poor Luger. Poor Luger. Are we, are we tripping the Lex Express to get something to eat beforehand? <laughs> a few steroids and back out. <laughs> Watches that tape of WrestleMania with Bobby Heenan. You know, bigging them up. Back out again. Yeah. Flex the muscles, Lex. Flex the Flex muscles. muscles. Flex the muscles. Flex the triceps. Oh, so... Watching that, watching that now, it feels very weird. Everything it was, feels weird about. Bit, I was watching um, Rumble '93 the other night, and as, as a side note, and and it's the bit where these like the only they have that section where the narcissist Lex Luger is it's, like posing in the mirror. It's terrifying. Oh, and the, yeah. and the, cur- the curtain comes down at the end of the segment, and he's yeah. disappearing under the curtain, just still with the microphone. He's trying to lift going, it up, isn't he? Show me, show me the biceps. Look at the cars. Look at the cars. It's just like, oh my god, he's it's given a very it. spe- It's a very specialised worker. He wants <laughs> to see Luger do. Um, Owen uh, goes, well, Brett goes for a sunset flip in the corner at the fi- a final, and Owen reverses it into a victory roll, and that's the three count. And yeah. that's the very, very similar to his Davy Boy finish. Not identical, but very similar. It's a bit of a shock. The crowd are a bit like, ah. Oh, the crowd are not very sure at all. I mean, before this, Owen Hart's been, what, in, what was the new foundation? 
New foundation yep. and then high energy. High, high energy car. with the, the Birdman. Mm. Yeah. Not, not exactly high flying, is he? So, yeah, it is a big, big deal, isn't it, really? Up, up until this point, again, off the top of my head, I believe he's only had two pay-per-view single matches up until this point. Really? One was, one was WrestleMania five against Mr. Perfect when he's the Blue Blazer. Yeah. Yep. And his other one was like a, a one-minute bout against Skinner at WrestleMania At WrestleMania 8, 8. yeah. Yeah, and that... I believe everything else he's been in a tag team rather than, and this is his first singles match other than them yeah. on pay per view. Oh. Wow. But it does kind of lead on quite well for the end of the night. Yeah. This is really, really good. Vince tries to kind of pass off the fact that Brett lost after the end of this one because he seems to try and suggest that Brett didn't really want to hurt his little brother and that's why he lost. However, I'm just as impressed with that man right there. Yeah, and then we get the first WrestleMania moment. <laughs> Is that the first use <laughs> yep. of this phrase? I think WrestleMania so. Moment. I would say so. You might have already covered this again. Apologies. Is the slogan for this 10 years in the making? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's right. And did we have men on the ma- missions rap beforehand? Have we mentioned that yet? Um, no, I don't think so. Why would we ever mention men on the mission? Oh, is that at the end? I'm sure we had a men on the mission rap for WrestleMania 10, if I remember correctly. But I could be wrong. I think even if men on the mission were on the card, we still wouldn't mention them because they're men on the they mission. They are on the card. Are they? <laughs> yes, they are. They are. <laughs> Hang on. Match number five. Oh, you might have scrubbed this from your mind. Hold on. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's clearly when Phil went and took a shit. Yep. Um, I've also put uh, here. Who is Cy Sperling? Not only is he the president of the Hair Club for Men, but he's also a client. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Cy. Spurling! I don't know. <laughs> is he I'm some written, fashion guy? I don't know. Either. I've written, I think, with a weak question mark. Si, si, I know who that man is. Oh, dear. Cy si Spurling is the president of the Hair Club for Men. Ah, oh, that's where the thing's got a wig on. Exactly. That makes sense now. Oh, right. Is that why he's kind of going, what do you think of it, guys? And the exactly. Whole crowd? Yeah. That's it. Really? One giant it, advertisement. Wow. Wow. That is so, crap. Clearly, the only way you can follow that is with Bam Bam Bigelow and Luda Vachon versus Doink and Dink. Fuck this match. It's the it's the match that everyone was waiting for. <laughs> yeah, I, remember, I remember not looking forward to this as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Alan, having watched this pay-per-view in the last few months, I wasn't really looking forward to it as an adult either. <laughs> in, a, in a way, though, because I've, re- I've, I've looked, looked at my notes, this kind of makes sense because, like... If you try to put another good match on after Owen and Brett, it's never going to be good, is it? So you need like a palate cleanser of like terribleness. You could have wheeled little Richard back out again to mime something for however long this match went. <laughs> Six minutes. Oh, he's probably left the building. He's probably gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's, he's actually a big check, hasn't he? You know? Yeah, probably. The, the problems are innumerable. It, it's face doink who's the worst doink. Yep. Yes. It's not the original doink, is it? I think he's gone by now. Ray Apollo, I think. Who cares? It's not the good doing. Matt not doing it. I think it's Ray Apollo off the top. If, of if you go back to that King of the Ring, we had that match with uh, Bret Hart. That was a cracker with heel doing. I wouldn't say cracker, but it was definitely good. It was real good. And then, so like less than oh, years oh, later, original original doing could wrestle when he wanted to, like. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah of course. When he wasn't no. out of his face. 
But here you've got you got Dink trying on with Bam Bam, and just makes no, no. no what was no. also funny is like Bam Bam, like the heel won. The heel won and made the they made the face look pretty shitty at the same time. But to be fair, the, the faces were doing a good job of that already. They yeah. were just like them along. It feels like an act of mercy from Bam Bam. <laughs> you know what I mean? He must have thought, you know, you know, this is my first WrestleMania since WrestleMania four. And I, you know, and I've got this shit to contend with, you know. Did you have another match with like a load of doinks or something? No, that's for Survivor Series, but we'll get to that in another yeah. day. I just remember at some point in that match, Bam just goes, "No, I'm having a match," and just starts starts taking it really seriously because he's like trying to have a wrestling match. And it's a similar kind of thing here. This is one of the three occasions he's actually sober in the ring, and he's like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. The really strange thing is, it not in the rules in this one though that Bam Bam there's like kind of mixed tag rules. Yeah. So like Lu- yes. Luna can only wrestle Dink, Dink. and that makes no sense. It just it's just awful. I think we could agree though that Dink is a dick. Let's just <laughs> Dink is. A little shite, aye. Yeah. He's just, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. no El Torito. Let's get this. No, he's not. He's not at all. Bam Bam gets a diving headbutt in for three, and that's about it at the end of this. So, yeah. And then I put on here did Luna accidentally squash a dwarf? I think he, <laughs> I think he rolls the wrong way. He, like, he rolls a yeah. Like, he doesn't, he should have stayed still, but doesn't, and ruins it. Yeah, pretty much. The high spot, the high spot of that match was immediately afterwards, where we were treated to a Bill Clinton imposter in the cl- in the crowd. They're still paid into many, aren't they? Can you believe this, ladies and gentlemen? Right here at WrestleMania, can you believe it? Oh yeah, uh, you he's, can he's tell. Still... Can you tell that Vince is a Republican? <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> it's the fact that Jack is there. What the fuck is that about? It's just. Sense. We had this for a load of pay-per-views that they ran about this time. That idiot, like doing a Bill Clinton impression. He, he must have got so many out of Vince for the day. He that. must have, yeah. To be fair, oh, yeah. he must have got an absolute payday out of this. He must have. But it's like, oh, it's and Todd Pentagill desperately trying to get this whole thing across, as if the president of the United States of America would be sat in an unprotected box <laughs> in Madison Square in Garden, in amongst all the entirety of this population, and wouldn't be run the risk of getting shot. To be fair to it. It does take time away from the next match. So, what's the problem? See, child, childhood, childhood Ewan would have enjoyed this match because childhood Ewan was stupid. <laughs> was he? And happened to enjoy Crush. Now, I, I have to say, I liked Crush when he first came in. Uh, I like Crush. I like Macho Man. Surely having Macho Man and Crush in a match would be a good thing. No. No. <laughs> well, I'm going to defend this match because I, oh, I, lo- I, sure. I liked it as a kid and I still like it as an adult. Um, I um, think it's a good match. I'm going to go along with Al. I'll like it. It's okay. I liked it. What's the most I like about it? It's Ma- 10 Macho Man's in it. Macho Man can count <clears throat> anybody. I wouldn't oh. go that far. There are limits to who even Macho Man can carry because Crush is fucking atrocious in this match. But the, the rules are a bit odd. I give you that. Yeah, the, rules, yeah. the, the, whole, it, the whole is it a last man standing? Is that false count anyway? No, you, you pin somebody and then they, then they've got sixty seconds to get back to the ring. It's kind yes. of like a longer Texas death match, if you think about it. It is, yeah. It's a similar rules to that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it yeah. does seem a bit strange. And Vince also seems a little bit unclear on the rules as well. 
Well, that doesn't well, surprise I was me. As, a, as a kid because I think Crush pins him in like seconds at the start. Because yeah, he really like, presses oh, him onto the bar- that, barricade, yeah. doesn't he? On his is throat. it over? Has he won? Oh god! But then there's you know then I thought oh no he's got to get to the ring. But there's a moment where there's a moment where Macho Man one of them pins the other one like right on the actual mats outside the ring. Yeah, he realizes that he has to shuffle them out. So you have to kind of like show, yeah, and then it's like kind of going, why are you even bothering doing that? Because it's literally a case of they just have to get up and then climb in the ring and that's it. Yeah. Why would you 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 drag them down the aisle into yeah. the back? Which he does end up doing obviously. But so essentially, I, I, it's a false count anywhere match apart from in the ring. <laughs> Well, I quite enjoyed the finish. It, it didn't quite go according to plan, but I quite liked the finish. It was a good it's idea. It's handy right? that was there, wasn't it? That was awfully convenient, mm. I thought. Yeah, it was awfully convenient. Uh, Phil, when you're, editing, when you're editing this, Phil, by the way, just get into the exchange that Laura and Vince have at this stage where Laura, Laura says, can you tell me why Savage was not disqualified there? And then Vince <laughs> goes, because there's no DQ. And Laura goes, oh my gosh. Can you tell me why Randy Savage was not disqualified just then? There's no disqualification, that's oh why. gosh. Anything goes. Oh, my. I couldn't believe that Ra- uh, Macho Man was 42 at this point. Yeah, he wasn't a young guy. Well, Vince thought he couldn't go anymore, so... He yeah, Vince WCW. was pulling him out. Yeah, that's why he buggered up to WCW for, you know, to get, like, um, world This is pep. his last, last pay-per-view match. It is. Um, WWE, anyway, yeah. Yeah, exactly, aye, aye. Um, so, I'll just put your Savage guns down the aisle towards Crush... Uh, then Crush gets a, oh, a good-looking tilt-the-world backbreaker in on the aisle. <laughs> and then press slammed on the guardrail for a three-count. Savage, six seconds, gets the ring. Uh, Fuji attacks Savage with the flag. Yep. No DQ, uh, though. Bit of salt Savage, out as well. Yep, bit of salt. Savage makes it back with two seconds left. Um, blah, 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 blah. Crush gets salt in his eye as well. Yep. Um, but, yeah, and then it's, Savage gets an elbow in. And, the, like, he's finisher and then Vince says Savage could have pinned him right there but then I put but then he'd be still in the ring Vince yeah because you can't pin him anywhere the, you can pin him anywhere but not in the ring but what it's probably you know falls might count anywhere but probably not in the ring not would in the be a good idea that's it um, it sounds like such a TNA rule before TNA ever existed okay if it was TNA you'd be like you'd be pinned outside the ring and then you'd have to go to a sin bin for 40 seconds <laughs> and then depending on how many pinfalls you've got on your opponent before you could reduce the time that you were in the sin yeah. bin by 5 seconds time uh, and then once you were out the sin bin I'm, I'm could, writing this down this is, this is good yeah. this is gold once you were out of the sin bin this then you camera. could the penalty box and then you could actually get to the ring but you'd have to take a belt that was in a restaurant on the other side of the street yeah. out of the kitchen of the restaurant take it across the road through the front foyer doors and then and climb the ladder in the middle of the ring and suspend it from the ceiling. And that's how you bait Cameron into a TNA run. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's how that's how the rules would have worked in TNA. If it was a TNA it's, match. This and one. then that would have been the qualifying match. It would have been the qualifying match for the um, Asylum Terror Dome that was going to come after. I, can't, I don't nice. even need to try anymore. It's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. It's just a shame with Crush, though, because, like, for like archetypal Vince wrestlers, he had all the uh, Vince McMahon wrestlers. Yeah, they had the complete look, didn't he? He was tall, muscly, oh, yeah. strong. But he just didn't. It was just weird about him. It didn't click. He didn't have. He didn't have it. It. No, not at all. That magical two-letter word. He does not have it. And Even when he's of, hanging upside down by some scaffolding out back. Yeah. Speaking of things that didn't don't, don't have it, our next match. Are we not going to get to Todd Pettengill being back no, with Bill Clinton and then fucking terrible IRS telling him that he has to pay his taxes? Well, first of all. Mr. President, I'd like to thank you very much for this opportunity. And I must say, 
you're doing a fine job of running the country. And also, congratulations on raising the taxes because it's high time the tax cheats out there started paying their fair share. Even though he's the president, he has to pay his taxes, which what? is 20 years before Trump came out. <laughs> yeah, it's still topical, isn't it? Come on. Yeah, it's still topical. I do, I do have to mention that we did get clips of the amazing fan fest. Yeah, we do. Some of these fans, holy fucking shit. Oh, yeah, I saw them. Um, what was the thing? They, they, you could dunk the doink in the water. Yeah. You could do a promo with Paul Bearer. How cool would that have been? Are you sure this wasn't like taken at a county fair and they've just like slapped WWF logos on it? There is a little bit of the county fair about it, and it yeah. does. It, it looks to be nothing near like the, um, like the fan access events they have now. Next match, then is Leilani Kai versus Alundra Blaze. That's supposed to be like the 80,000th match these two have had for the spell. Is that why Leilani's got no entrance? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And you get some pyro for Alundra. And I believe Alundra's momentarily capturing his own heart as well. Yes, I'll put down here. (laughs) Alundra Blaze gets her own heart as a You know, it's a cracker. That's how Um, much WWF cared about women's wrestling at the time. This is the first women's match since Royal Rumble 89. And they point out on pay-per-view. That Leilani was in WrestleMania 1 as well. Yes, she was. Which kind of says a lot about the, the women's division at this point in time. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. the fact it doesn't actually exist, really? What have we got here? They, they babble on about Clinton again. Obviously. This one. Uh, Vince does actually say at one point that Leilani Kai was involved in WrestleMania 1, I believe. As if he would she, have had oh, no idea. Here you go, little fact. Oh, it's an alpha. Up until this point, Hogan has been the only wrestler who's been at the first WrestleMania... And then, well, those these other guys, but Hogan's carried the torch of being at the first WrestleMania, and then the first nine WrestleManias, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Tito Santana was at the first eight, but he only did a dark match at nine, so that doesn't count. But Hogan did nine, so he's done every WrestleMania. So now on this card, we're no Hogan. Lenny Kai's the only wrestler who was at WrestleMania one. There you go. Well, there you go. And I think I think Bret Hart's now the longest wrestler because he's been at every WrestleMania except WrestleMania one. He's two onwards. Right. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. That's some, that's some facts for you. That there is a strong fact. There's an owl fact for you. I was going to say, we're now going to move on to the match that never was if you're Phil. <laughs> I will mention, I think Alunda uh, Braves wins with a suplex. No one cares. This match went three minutes. And then they show the Fabus Mulu in the crowd. Awkward. <laughs> in retrospect, <laughs> awkward, yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about the fact that men on the mission seem to have turned up in their pajamas? Did you watch the network version? Yeah. Of course. Is the Quebecers music on it? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think so. Oh my goodness, Bert Reynolds, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only. But Ron Sheer and Shawn Michaels have a little egg on his face, huh? And speaking of that heavy egg on their face, whether the Mounties, they're not the Mounties, no, they're not. They're the Quebecers. They're also the champions. 
Because the uh, the cut it on the DVD version, the the Quebecers don't have that. I'm not the Mountie uh, theme music. Oh. I'm not the Mountie. <laughs> you know, that, that <laughs> I think there's some kind of shenanigans with Bruce with Burt Reynolds. There is. Down. I was just put here. We, so we break for the the entirety. The, the introductions of the match are broken up for the fact that Burt Reynolds is backstage with Shawn Michaels, or at least there's a woman that Shawn Michaels is trying to get with, obviously. And Burt Reynolds just swans <laughs> in because he's seems, Burt Reynolds. She, yeah, she seems to be the presenter of some kind of um, late night talk show or something like that in America. Is it Rona somebody? Uh, uh, no Ronda I've written down, I think. Yeah, something like that. That's gone back a long way of my memory, but yeah. But it's just like, bang, gone. Out with me, love, come on. Burt Reynolds just swannies on in and just twizzles his moustache and then she's like, <laughs> oh, it's Burt Reynolds. Two, three, chip. Oh! Hey! Hey, what's going Reynolds! Burt Reynolds! Burt Reynolds! Hi! Hey, oh hi. my gosh, hey, I'm Ronda hey. Shearer! Mr. Reynolds, what's going on? Hey, she's mine? Uh, listen, would you get that chest shaved? Because it's, 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 it's really ugly. What do you got in there? Hey, well, oh, come on. Uh, you know, you never, never come back. Uh, Bert, Bert, huh? you give me the vapors, but I know, you also I keep it. me up all night. You keep me up all night. <laughs> I think the first note I've written down here is, um, how are Quebecers champions? Men on the mission, question mark. Why this match? Question mark. Why is Raven managing the Quebecers? Why is it Johnny Polo? Thank you very much. Been, sorry, Johnny Polo. Sorry, uh, it's awful. He's um, Jackie Polo. I'll tell you that much. Not really. No. Um, also, uh, Mo, Mo and Pierre start. Then the others are confused about what corner they should go into. Yeah, just kind of like amble around the ring to go. Oh, this is my corner, is it? And it takes six weeks for Mabel to actually get shifted into the right position. <laughs> It's like it's like getting a bull into the thing at the beginning of a rodeo, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, there's two guys with like boxes just trying to. <laughs> oh, that's a damage. Two guys on the side of them with like you know big things just trying to like just guide them in. Ronda Shears, I've got it written down here. Ronda Shears, there we go. There we go. I think I've also written them. It must be when Mabel comes into the ring that it's always fun to see when a big man goes over the top rope to get into the ring, but he isn't quite tall enough to do it. <laughs> yeah, it does. So he, just... He's kind of really leans down on the ropes, skip him as low yep. as possible. Exactly. I remember this match not being very good. Well, there's well, a surprise. Awful. And is it a count out win? Yeah, Men on the Mission win by count out. So they don't get the titles. It's, and then Oscar uh, starts rapping again. You're like, no, please, shush. Shush. Oh. <laughs> I've down, Mabel did a heel kick. There you go. He does. One stage, yeah. yeah. But he used to do that all the time with Vizera. He was just letting a fart go. <laughs> Uh, apparently uh, there was also a good backdrop to the outside that was, was good I've written that so there was one good spot in it there's not many they double suplex map. Mabel Pretty there bad. you go yeah oh yeah I like the double suplex spot yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's like a count out finish and then you have the, the with his champ like true like the champions it's the Luger thing isn't it it's like it's really kind of like <laughs> you, you know the booking team are like we can't trust these guys to go with the belt yeah you know, we want to give them a win because we had a heel win earlier so we want a babyface win, but well, we don't want to put the belts on them because they're not very good. So we'll do well, a men, on, men on a mission got the belts. They, yeah, they just took them, didn't they? They just took them. Yep. No, no, no. They got the belts a few weeks later. Oh, good. Oh, That's, okay. And, and well, the rumor is they got them accidentally. <laughs> the rumor is me. it was in England. Actually, it was in England during oh, the, during the tour of England. The rumour is Mabel fell on one of them and was too fat to get up. <laughs> wow. So the referee oh, counted the three. Oh. And yep. They had the titles and they were the champions, but they, they dropped them back two nights later or whatever it was. Yeah, but that's the rule. That's the story. That that it was a total accident. It wasn't meant to happen. Oh, I'm actually amazed that Mabel made it over to the UK in a plane. <laughs> he went, he well, went in like one of those um, 
like army planes, you know, like uh, <laughs> roll them in the back with his big jacket on. You just you just check him in his luggage. It's going to be one hell of an excess baggage fee. And just put just... him in his big Mabel jacket, and he's fine. Oh. <laughs> um, they do another WrestleMania moment. WrestleMania six. Anybody surprised they actually mentioned the Ultimate Warrior? Um, a little bit. They're not. A lot of these WrestleMania moments are trying to screw over Hogan. A lot of them are basically kind of denying any Hogan existence whatsoever. Yeah, because what was WrestleMania 3 one? Did they not do like um, Savage Steve for WrestleMania 3? Uh, I think so, yeah, you're right, yeah. Just, yeah. just checking. Yep, it is. No, it's Andre Hogan. Oh, they do go back, do they? Well, I suppose. They don't show anything of Hogan celebrating or anything like that. Oh, they're just literally it's just like, just, oh, it's yeah. Just, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. down, that's it. Because he'll have obviously been, what, 94? He'll have just been on his way. Yeah. yeah. UCW. He's on his way. Walking straight to the Dungeon of Doom storyline, probably. But oh, sounds God. Right. We don't need Hulk Hogan because Mr. Perfect's back. Yay! Yay! That's a cool surprise. Yeah, come back to the ref. Did anyone spot who the ring announcer was? Was it Mark Wahlberg? Nope, Donnie Wahlberg. You're very close, though. Donnie Wahlberg. I wrote down Wahlberg and I gambled. Of, um, I put it down here. Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg seems to be auditioning for an interview with a vampire. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the like, shades on indoors and he he's just looking looks looking for that like gangrel gimmick a bit few too early, Yeah, pretty isn't much, he? yeah. He needs the goblet just with the, with the red viscous fluid. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be perfect. So, yeah, speaking of perfect, perfect is referee in this match. Yes. Which which is is maybe he can carry the two of them through to a good match. I- Perfect gets a hell of a reaction when he comes out. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing first our special guest referee for this match, Mr. Perfect. This would have been his... Well, we haven't first. seen him since just before Survivor Series. Definitely last year, but... Well, he was he... supposed to be in Survivor Series uh, 93, but he, he pulled out because of injuries. So his yeah, last okay. pay-per-view was SummerSlam 93. Yeah, all right, all right, there we go. Um, so Vince basically shoots his load about Luger, chanting, yes, 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 yes. He's really, they're really wanting, but I mean, I think this is the start of the end, isn't it, for Luca? I think the end was coming long before this, though. Yeah. When they suddenly, I mean, when you think about it, what? SummerSlam 93. Was, they didn't you know, put the belt on nine him. Nine months beforehand, they didn't put the belt on him then. So he's technically got a Royal Rumble win now, a yeah. cool Royal Rumble win. And so I think that the Lex Express is a long and distant memory. I, was, I think he's, the wheels have fallen off. I was literally, literally just about to say that. So, yeah, you stole my line. Yeah, sorry. That's mm. uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I didn't, I didn't know. Luger gets absolutely leveled yes, by Yoko. He, he gets but then. Sick. For some bizarre reason, one Luger punch sends Yokozuna spilling up the top through the, the rope. It's the power of block. America, isn't it? 
Power of America. Oh, Find that fist. I am a real American. No, no wrong thing, tune. I think we got some crappy. Uh, is it? I don't know what Lex Luger had. It was terrible. That's why we keep out. That's why we keep out. Yokozuna is in the steel steps. Luger gets a crossbody for a two count. Luger just can't slam Yoko anymore because he keeps trying to do it. Yeah. Yokozuna removes the turnbuckle pad, but Perfect just doesn't notice. Because, yeah, why would he do that? And then Yokozuna then proceeds, having with this exposed turnbuckle, to do that nerve hold to oh, yeah. Luger for what for feels minutes. like about 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, Vince goes, the sweat is pouring off Yokozuna. Yeah, from the physical exertion of standing I'm there and moving your thumb. Well, those are very, those are very hot lights in the house. So, you know, I, I can, I can, I can appreciate his struggle. I must uh, admit, I mean, I look at Yokozuna and know he has the cardio condition to do two matches in the same night. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the guy like, who what? you want doing two matches in yeah, one night. That's your workhorse. That's your workhorse. Yeah, isn't that's it? your workhorse guy. He's, the, um, he's, he's essentially the Roderick Strong of WrestleMania 10. <laughs> oh, um, goodness. Did anybody spot the uh, Lex Loser sign? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. No, no, I didn't see that one. Yeah, well played sign. Um, well played. <laughs> Lex Luger breaks out the nerve hold, but then within about three seconds, Yoko just batters him over the head. Is it those Luger chops? Go, Lugo goes down, and then he goes back to the nerve hold. <laughs> They've written down the noise from Yoko's chops are immense. Perfect won't take any cut from Yoko's Luger. It's already two on one, you just don't want to make it any more obvious. Yoko Suna just furnishes. He is hammering. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, they are. They're, they are. they're almost yeah. Walter level, like, ow. Yeah. Um, there, is a, there is a boring chant rises up. Oh. Yep. Madison Square Garden. What? Yeah, that, that, that. Nerve hold? I can't believe that. I think, I think Jim Cornette uh, started that, did he not? Yeah, probably. Aye. <laughs> Yoko then gets the a bear hug in and then it suplexes Luger from that. He like always did have a good belly to belly, did Yoko? He did, he did, he did. Got nice uh, but then Yoko's in his head is smashed at the steel exposed turnbuckle. Oh, oh no. no. And then coming. Lex gets three clotheslines and a forearm with the steel plate. Cornet's in the ring. Fuji's in the ring. Um, Perfect won't count the pinfall. I like this because uh, they're all dead in the ring, aren't they? Yeah, Lex, Lex pushes yeah. him. And as soon as Lex Luger pushes perfect, perfect DQs him. And the look on his face, I think, so very good. It's great. And then there's this massive bullshit chant. Like, right, oh, that's that's yeah. the best bit of this match. Lex Luger stands disqualified. Todd Pettengill, I believe, is back there. Listen to this capacity crowd. Wait a minute. I think I've written down what a stunningly flat ending. Well, what a flat match. Yeah. It's it's all the air is completely out of the room. To be fair, there wasn't much air in the room considering the yeah. shit show that had been on for 14 minutes at this point. I quite enjoyed the little bit at the end between Luger and Perfect. I thought that was done. I, I really what, when bought into that. Shouting in the corridor. I thought that was done really well. I did. I thought that was done really well. It is, well, Luger's got the point. As soon as you lay your hands on an official, then it's yeah, done. You've done. Luger, he Wait has no reason putting his hands on Mr. Perfect or an official in the World Wrestling Federation. When you put your hands on an official, you're automatically disqualified. I call it the way I saw it. 
give me one good reason why. I'll give you three good reasons. Where's the first one, Luger? Number one, you don't throw managers in the ring. They're on the outside. Number two, you don't pull me. You don't touch an official. It's a whole wrestling federation. You never touch an official. You cover the match beforehand. Not doing that. I don't have a problem with you. I don't have a problem with you. In the World Wrestling Correct. Federation. That's bogus, and you know it. That's my story, and I'm bogus. Stick it to it. That's the way it is. I thought it was a very believable exchange between the two. Luga genuinely, I think Drew Luga genuinely looked pissed off he lost the match. And Perfect was being very arrogant, and like, you know, he's right because he's perfect. He's got the point. And I just thought that little segment between the two came across really good. It was a really good. Yeah. It's, it's actually, it feels and like something that could be done with the modern well, day stuff. That was supposed to be the payoff, was supposed to be them two in a, in a feud. But um, Perfect's back was too knackered, so they couldn't go ahead with it. Uh, shame, that. There's a few other bits of that, isn't there? They kind of show some kind of backstage post-match stuff, which kind of freshens up a little bit. Yeah. Well, this one included. I, I, I just I like this backstage one. Yeah. But, guys, who would have thought the WrestleMania highlight of WrestleMania 7 was the blindfold match? Uh, I've got a soft spot of that. I, I of course you do. As a kid. Of course you do. The two of them just stood in the ring. Is it? Uh, is it Jake the Snake and um, the model? Isn't it? Yeah, it was. It's reaching yeah. out, trying yep. to like walking slowly around a ring. <laughs> Such a stupid fucking match. You know what? You know what though? Still better than Men on the Mission. <laughs> yes, true. it is. Jake the Snake blindfolded is still better than both Mabel and Mo. <laughs> and are Oscar. We, we... Don't forget Oscar. Don't forget Oscar. Are we on to the match of the night? <laughs> um, are you meaning so, the little oh, bonus match thing we've got going I, on now? Because I've written down Atom Bomb versus Earthquake, and I don't think that was yeah. even a match. That was the match that, of the night, yeah. Match that was, of the night that was as a match. Far as, as, match of the night as far as getting at the ring as quickly as fucking possible. Oh, I, I loved thing... this. Oh, again, I loved this match as a kid. Loved it. Oh, oh I loved Earthquake was back. I was, I was like, yay. <laughs> um, so originally, here you, you go, some more facts for you. Um, do you know who, who, who um, Earthquake's original opponent was? Um, Tugboat. Who would Earthquake be fighting? He uh, was injured. He's time. injured for a long time. Dino Bravo. He never came back. Dino Bravo. Hercules. <laughs> no, no, with 1994, he's done. Paul <laughs> No, I'm just going to tell you. Pat Patterson. Uh, Demolition Ludwig Crush. Borger. Oh, Ludwig Borger, of course. Oh, Ludwig Borger. This is, this is what I wondered, because he was... He was pet- he was injured. He's, he he's been and gone by this point, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he knackered his ankle up, and they were hoping he'd be ready for Mania. But I don't know. This is how I often would it. How would this match would have worked? Would they literally have still squashed him as a punishment, you know, for being injured, and just decide that the Borger thing was over, and they're just going to use him as a jobber? Or would it be Borger's comeback, and he would have squashed Earthquake? That's I often wonder how they would have done it. You know, I often wonder they really had hopes for him. They really wanted to build him, but I don't know how they would have worked it. Um, oh, if, yeah. if he could have, if he could have wrestled, he never wrestled you again. He might have got them. the atom bomb push. Um, yeah, did, did you like the start? <laughs> the um, the Harvey Wibbleman um, Howard Finkel feud. Yeah, like those two are good. They got chemistry. That that lasts longer than the actual matches, I believe. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, may I introduce the manager, Harvey Wibbleman. Just put that microphone in my hand, man. You know what? You've always, in my mind, been an ugly, what is going stupid, on now? Big-eared, monkey-faced, <laughs> ball-headed, 
York Yankee piece of garbage. Ooh, that's telling like it is, isn't it? Well, these guys have had a little bit of a problem before. Now, but... Mr. Howard the Fink is now. You've got hair on your head, but you still got big ears, a monkey face, <laughs> a banana nose. You dress like a goof. This has got to be the ugliest looking suit I ever saw in my life. Hey, wait a minute. That's what I think of you. Shoved Harvey on his keister and... Oh, wait a minute, here comes Adam Bomb. Don't take that, Harvey Whippleman. Hey. Oh, no, look at this. Oh, I love it. I love it. Get ready for another WrestleMania moment right here. Wait a minute, here comes Earthquake from behind. Come out from behind. Oh, Earthquake, hammering Adam Bomb. Howard Finkel runs for cover. An earthquake, did you see what he just did to Adam Bomb? Yeah, jumped it from behind like a backfighter. A gunless coward. Look at this. Earthquake with Adam Bomb now. And a huge power slam. Unbelievable. What? Oh, no. The tremors are starting here in Madison Square Garden. Look out, look, look out. It's the big one. Oh, it's the big one. Well, the, well, the, they've got chemistry because they had a match on Raw. What? It wasn't. A, it wasn't a normal match. Who can guess what the stipulation was? Oh God! Was what? it a dress match? It's kind. It's very. It's very much in the in the bit, if I remember correctly. Now, there's a small chiming bit of my memory that kind of remembers this, and now I'm trying to remember what the stipulation was. Is it a weasel suit match? Like, oh, like it's he ca- oh, you're very oh, close. Yeah, you're very something. Close. Was it a nappy? No, 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 no. What was Whiffleman called? Um, Did he have a nickname? Oh. Go on now, puts out my misery. What is it? Does, does he not? If I remember correctly, does he not rip his suit at the start of the match? Is the start of the thing? Yeah. It's a tuxedo match. Oh, I said tuxedo match. Oh, did you? Sorry, I did not hear. Dead, I apologize. Dead, dead, I did not hear. This is tuxedo apologize. Match. Did not hear. Yes, before there was bra and panties matches, you'd much rather see two middle-aged men try to strip each other. I know I would. <laughs> Um, but I loved it. I loved that match. I remember, like, it was like you know, it was great. I loved Earthquake just coming out and then just, just yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I remember having a soft spot for Atom Bomb. I don't know why. This was so shit you'd loved him. Yeah, I think so. He just he was the big guy that ate bootlaces to colour his tongue red. Yeah. <laughs> and he had funky eyes, didn't he? No, no, no. You're all wrong. He, he came from Three Mile Island and it was due to radiation exposure. Radiation, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where you're getting your stories of bootlaces and fake contact lenses from. Essentially, that would mean vomiting and hair loss. Yeah. Which <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't no, think would really be something that... stupid boots Although, have I don't you know, been reading? For that. You get very tall, very muscly... Poor at wrestling and a pair of um, luminous <laughs> goggles. That's so what someone get. gets. That's what so, radiation poisoning does. So it's almost like if Banana Man was a wrestler. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, you know. But can you not see Vince going for the vomiting though? You're going to come to the ring and you're going to throw up on your opponents <laughs> as you pin them right all over their face. And then you're going to take a chunk of your own hair out and put it in their mouth. <laughs> and then we'll start the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Vince going for that. I can see so that after that 30-second match, um, <laughs> I believe we're in for the, the, 
the the match that everyone remembers is for pretty much. Well, well, I think we got Cornet puts over Yokozuna big style. Yes. Um, there's a moment for us meaning eight that isn't the Piper match. I don't know what the point that was. <laughs> and yeah, there's some there's some stupid. What was it a ladder, ladder match? Yeah. Can we give a bit more credence to the promo that Jim Cornette has for Yokozuna? It's a cracker, pretty isn't great. It? It's an absolute belter. Who's got the belt? Who's still the champion? That's all you need to know, Petty Zoo. Let me tell you something right now. Lex Luger, you thought you had everything well in hand, just like a purring kitten. But you found out, in the immortal words of the great poet and philosopher Ian Anderson, he who made kittens put snakes in the grass. And I thought Mr. Perfect did a wonderful job officiating. I thought he was fair and square and down the middle. And remember, the special referees were agreed upon by both parties, Luger. Now as to Bret Hart, let me explain something to you, punk. It's no longer a question of whether you're going to come out of this match with the World Wrestling Federation title. No, it's a question of whether you're going to come out of this match with your health, your body, and your career intact. Because you've got to get in that ring, Bret Hart, and you've got to think to yourself. You've got to have the pain, the agony, the degradation, the humiliation of being beaten by your own brother on worldwide pay-per-view. All that running through your mind. And you've got to have the pain of that knee. Don't think we didn't notice it. The pain of that knee that you injured, who knows how badly, coursing through your body, affecting your judgment, clouding your instincts. So, Bret Hart, you are going to have to come to terms with. You're going to have to deal with the fact that it's no longer a matter of you trying to win the title. It's a matter of you trying to keep yourself in one piece when you climb in the ring and you look into the eyes of the monster. The most powerful, the most intimidating, the most dominant force that's ever existed in wrestling history. The great, mighty Yokozuna, still the World Wrestling Federation champion. So, Bret Hart, you talk about waking a sleeping giant. He's not only awake, but he's mad. He's enraged. He's furious. And he's hungry. He's hungry and he wants to be fed. And Bret Hart, he's going to be the shark. The wrestling ring's going to be the ocean. And you, Bret Hart, are going to be the blood poured into the water that ticks off the feeding frenzy. He's going to chew you up and spit you out, Hart, and your career may be over at the biggest WrestleMania of all time. I can't wait to see it happen. Does he literally go, listen, Yokozuna's too knackered to wrestle. He's going to spend the last match lying around on his back. He's going about how much he's going to break Bret Hart, and it's just amazing. Play some of that promo in this, Phil. It's amazing. Yeah, it's Jim Connor at his peak angry, crazy self. Yep, he's great, and it's absolutely amazing. It's it's just, I find it so hard to listen to Jim Connor sometimes nowadays because of, you know, a lot of, he's, he's a very polarizing man. I think that's fair to say. But back in the day, he couldn't be touched. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I listen to like the cult of Cornette stuff and things like that now, and I appreciate that a lot of his knowledge is based on the old school territory days and the fact yeah. that I can see exactly what he means. And yes, that would draw a crowd, but I do find he's somewhat dismissive of what happens these days and how sometimes those stories are built these days. Yes, sometimes the old fa- the old fashioned way for the foundation of it is still correct. Correct. Bless, bless Al. Um, Sorry, I try to do that away from the phone as well. You <laughs> feel. Um, and then, but yeah, I do find sometimes that Jim Connett does have a bit of the old man shouting at clouds. Yeah. yeah. Well, what what doesn't help when people are actively 
feeding him stuff on Twitter just to get a reaction oh, from yeah, him. I hate that. It's like that's, go, oh, it's so sad. Here's this well, guy that pretended to shoot a gun in the middle of the ring and kill his opponent. Oh, isn't this stupid? And then Jim Cornette just and I don't think it really appreciates the fact that wrestling is like there's different genres of wrestling. Yeah, yes. and it depends on the context of the match, isn't it? Like you know, Joey yeah. Ryan's penis plex and stuff. Exactly. I mean, if that you go, you go and see Joey Ryan, you're not going to go and see like you know, it, it is it is a comedy thing. He he can wrestle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, but can. he has oh. he has comedy aspects. It's the same with Colt Cabana, comedy yeah. aspects of the character. Yeah. That as long as it works for the context of the show, it's fine, isn't it? Yeah, as long as it's in Precisely. the context, that's that's fine. Not a problem at all. But he's, yeah. he's he, Jim Cornette's got this big massive problem with any wrestling that's not 100% deadly serious. And, you know, two guys wanting to actively kill each other kind of thing. And, it, you know, well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's all the bits as well that are really hilariously funny. I, God knows what Jim Connett must think of Grado. Um, <laughs> I guess it's not positive. I mean, I know, I think somebody tweeted him a clip of a DDT show from recently. Uh, just some context. It was a sort of G1 equivalent. This was the first round. The two competitors came out of their opposite entranceways on push bikes in full armor with lances. Nice. <laughs> and proceeded to have a joust for the first five minutes of the match. Right. It Lovely. was tremendous. But this is, I, re- this is I really D- need to subscribe to DDT Pro because this. Ah, uh, this is where the stories and the matches are hysterical. It's, it's, me up it's, so it's, much. it's magnificent. Yeah, well, because the, guy, the guy can't pin the, the ref can't pin the guy because they're best friends and he goes to a montage of having a day out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's one of my favourite things in the world, that is. It's, it's just, and also Dan Shukadino just coming out and actively committing assault and everyone in the crowd. <laughs> yep. Um, it's great. It's great. But yeah, that's it. Jim Cornette sometimes needs to lighten up a little bit. Yeah. He's effective for that. Uh, well, the next match. Sorry, oh, sorry, I was just going to go on a little Jim. I didn't read the full story, but someone's put a video on YouTube saying Jim Connett's quit YouTube. Is it just a thing, or is there more context well, to that? Vince, Vince just quit YouTube, and he went to Twitch, and now he's been watched by approximately eight people, and someday forgot to turn his computer off that one time. Nice. <laughs> um, what well was and Apparently, one of the things, Jim Connett literally didn't really like what he was doing at this moment in time. He literally did it because Vince was helping Smokey Mountain Wrestling. So he literally just went and did the best he could just so Vince would help with his wrestling organisation. I don't think he particularly enjoyed being a corner man for Yokozuna or anything. Well, was Smoky Mountain not a feeder league for... It was. WWE for, you yeah, know, yeah until... well, it was. The, they've got a working relationship at this moment. Oh, they got work... yeah. No, it was Ohio Valley he was in charge of, wasn't it? For... Yeah, 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 and that went well. That well, went like really, really well. It's a little, um, little team of kind of... you got Yokozuna, and then obviously Fiji's manager, then Cornette comes in, and then Owen Hart teams with Yoko. Does Louis join that little heel team as well? Or do they feel really no, Crush. Crush is in there. Crush is, yeah. Oh, God. Like a weird little heel stable there, isn't it, they got there? Is it Camp Cornette they yeah. call them? No, that's later on, Camp Cornette yeah, with yeah. the yeah. Owen, Owen Bulldog and Vader, yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But it's like, he kind of was like slotted into that gap left by Bobby Heenan up to a point. A little bit, yeah. Cornette's yeah. a slimy manager. A kind of slimy manager with like a group of heels. It's never almost quite like going over, but was still really good. It's almost like that that, that particular manager, be it Heenan or Cornette, was the sort of island of misfit wrestlers. He would just have this <laughs> random conglomeration of yeah. different personalities, body shapes. There was no consistent theme, but through the managers, it worked. Yeah. What if Cornette it's... ever managed Hercules? <laughs> Don't think so. Nothing. Pretty mad anyway. right out the right out the building. Anyway, we have already on this pod. Yeah. Well, we've already established. In this podcast, are we finished doing Earthquake and Adam Bomb? Yes. 
Good. Yes, we mentioned already... it like it, it already went on 400 times longer than well, the match. Did. Ten minutes, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep on going. Uh, we've already established on this podcast that the next match is the greatest Intercontinental match of all time. Just Rob... like we established the greatest tag team of all time. Shut yeah, exactly. up. So, w- do we need to talk more about how brilliant yeah, the ladder match between Shawn Michaels and Raven is? For, for the time period, for what I'd seen before, these two guys came out and literally changed, not in a Kenny Omega way, changed the world of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's worth noting this wasn't the first ladder match. That, that no, match. no, no, no it was not. But Bret it was Hart got there first and yada, yada, Bret Hart, yada. Apparently the story goes that um, the SummerSlam 92, before it was in Wembley, it was in Washington, I think, off the top of my head. And, Maryland, uh, wasn't it? Was it Maryland, Washington DC? Yeah, Maryland. Yeah, um, totally different place. Never mind. What Washington DC's in Maryland? Is it? <laughs> yeah, Washington DC's in Maryland. Um, you think of the Washington British. State? No, no, Washington DC, as in where the White House is. Yeah. Um, anyway, but where was I? And apparently, they wanted to do Brett Sean for the Intercontinental Title, and Brett's idea because he did it in Stampede was he wants a ladder match. Um, and Vince was like, I don't want, that sounds stupid. I don't want a ladder match. Brett, I was like, <laughs> we'll try a ladder match. No, we'll try a ladder match. No. And apparently this house show taping or this TV, television taping, they went, right, I'll tell you what, Brett, go find a ladder and you and Sean and show me. So he had to go and tell Sean that having a ladder match and then he had to go and find a ladder. And <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they had the ladder match at that house show, uh, which has made a few DVDs since. Um, and that, that was it. But they literally kept it on the shelf you know, for nearly two years before they used it at WrestleMania. But it made sense because, you know, First. this was into like a big feud, wasn't it? The Ramon Michaels feud, two intercontinental belts in the air. Well, what happened was, um, 93, Michaels, uh, well, I think they kept it hush for years, but Michaels failed a drugs test. Um, but he was still the intercontinental champion, but he was suspended. So they did a storyline where I think there was a talk of him not even wanting to come back or something. So they did a storyline where, because, you know, listen to this Brock Lesnar. Because he didn't defend <laughs> his title within 30 days, 30 days, they stripped him of his title. And uh, they put it in a battle royal on Raw, and the last two was Rick Martel and Razor Ramon, and they would have a match for the vacant title. So they had the match, and Razor Ramon won, he's the new champion. But then Shawn Michaels returned um, with this belt, this like made-up uh, belt, claiming he was the real Intercontinental Champion, and that's, that's how the... The few done like so that, a white one, and then like yeah, I think he had a different colour, didn't he? So that's why there's two belts above the ring during the. There's match. so many little bits, but I, I really like about this. But like, um, obviously, he raises the face, but like he still gives the ring guy st- uh, like shade about his stuff. Yeah, yeah. when he hands over his chains, he's still like, he's still like giving him hats all over it and things. Like it's Scott Hall was a great worker. It, he was, and it's 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 towing that fine line between he knows he's a, he knows he's the good guy in this situation. However, he's still got that machismo, cool edge to him. Yeah, he's the he bad is. guy. Yes, he's the bad guy. He's, he's, he's the bad guy. He's the man. The thing I didn't like about this, which I mean, storyline might make sense. The referee sent Diesel to the back. It's like it's no disqualifications. You you can't really do that. What are you going to do if Diesel doesn't? What are you going to do if Diesel doesn't go at the back? Um. Wait for him it to is, do his quad. It is a typical. <laughs> yeah, for his own quad. I was going to say it's, get it's back Kev- there now, Kevin. Your quad's looking dodgy. You're going to rip it any second now. Yeah. It's Kevin Nash's perfect payday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just comes in, <laughs> off he goes, straight to the bar, job done. <laughs> he probably appeared more times in Fear and Loathing last year than he did. <laughs> 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 I first said the word "fuck" more than he's ever said in his entire life during yeah, that appearance. 
the highlight of that for me was the was the first bit where Kevin Nash came down and went, "Wait, I'm in a wrestling company where I can say the word fuck," <laughs> and everyone started chanting, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck." Ah, uh, Glasgow crowds. Yep, it was brilliant. It was absolutely amazing. I can't wait um, for fear of No, nor can I. Um, Have we got a commissioner? Not yet, but I'm no, okay. I feel something. we've here enough. Right, back to ladder match. <laughs> yeah, I think like all of our thoughts are on that IC podcast. But yeah, it's, still, it's, think, it's yeah. a cracker, isn't it? It's There's still brilliant you know, spots, you know. Yeah, and brilliant. I wanted Michaels to win. Is it? I wanted Michaels to win. Is very much a mark back then. I wanted Michaels well, to win. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, everybody loves a good mullet, and Michael's mullet back then was <laughs> it was glorious. Oh, yeah. Well, he's the he's the next chapter of this little match. I shall tell. <laughs> um, right, they, they got they got the cue to go home. Like you know, that's it. Take it home, guys. They continue wrestling for another fifteen minutes. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> right, they, they, they did the match, they got back, and Macho Man gave them absolutely hell wow. because they went 15 minutes. Those 10 guys were cut from the WrestleMania card yeah. and didn't get their oh. WrestleMania payday because them two went on too long, deliberately went on too long. Wow. Oof. So it denied us the 10 man because WrestleMania 10, you see. So you need yeah. a 10 man tag team match of uh, Double J. The Head Stop. Shrinkers. Stop. Um, oh, God, I can't remember the rest. Double J. IRS. IRS. Oh, my God. Bill Clinton, and Rick why Ma- not? Rick Martel against the Smoking Guns, Bob, um, Bob Holly, Tatanka, and the 123 Kid, I think. I was going to say X Park, yeah, but the 123 Yeah. Um, you see him backstage, don't you? Because like, there's no Tim Mantag because there's no captain or something? Yeah, they can't have an argument. That's right. That's how they explain it away because. They have the heel team have an argument in the locker room and no one can decide who the captain is. I'm the captain, so this hey, is what's hey, going to happen. Wait, no, 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 I got no, more no, experience. I should be the no, captain. No, 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 WrestleMania TN's got the best entertainers and the best wrestlers. That's me, Double J. Oh, I'm the captain. No, 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 I'm captain. No, 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 well, just in case you want to know, because I know you were you were really disappointed that match wasn't there. Oh, the, the run at the next night on Raw. Okay, now when they're bothered about having a captain, is that because they're running it in lucha rules where if the captain gets pinned, the entire match is done, or is it just to have no, a captain? No, just, no, they need, they need to need nominate a captain. a captain apparently to have the match start. Yeah, because that, that's and how it works so, with all tight team matches. Yeah, 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 that's how it works with every single team match. Is this not the one where is it? Alpha sits there and kind of like halfway through chewing a chicken wing goes <laughs> that, that's, that's very that's very racist of Cameron yeah it's just well I was the one that put it on telly <laughs> you might as well be dancing the Charleston probably yeah but there you go um, but just um, so you know that match on Raw the heel team wins just of so course know. that's because they've got a captain then I they've don't even know who it is but that, that's, that's why I haven't got time but the, the flip side of that is they haven't got time to do this 10-man tag and give 10 wrestlers the WrestleMania payday, but they have still got time to take the piss out of Clinton some more. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. President, it's uh, certainly a pleasure to meet you and have you here as a guest at WrestleMania 10. With all due respect, sir, to you and your position, I think there's one thing that you would have to agree with me on, and that's that everybody's got a price for the million-dollar man. I'm sorry, I just don't want to get into politics tonight. I'm uh, I'm just here to enjoy myself. I'm having a great time, and uh, please, no no, no questions like all that right All now. right, sir, thank you very much. Apparently, there's a good memory for WrestleMania 9, but I'm not sure about that. Um, is it the elephant? 
<laughs> was it Undertaker? Oh, I don't remember. I can't remember that. Uh-huh. It's your cousin uh-huh. winning over Bret Hart. Just to set up. Yes. Well, well. Another little, little WrestleMania tidbit. Apparently, um, well, the ring announcer, despite these injury, and he really wanted to do it, was Burt Reynolds, which I thought was cool. Yeah, well, yeah he's, got, he's got his hand in a cast or something. It's a legitimate injury, but yeah. no, he's a professional. He worked through it. Here's my and question. Do you think yeah. Burt Reynolds was drunk at this point? No, well, no he wasn't. He wasn't. Apparently you sure? he wasn't. Burt, though, come on. You Bruce Pritchard, Pritch, I can't say his name. Bruce Pritchard went to him and said, okay, Mr. Reynolds, You've got to read the card like this and work the crowd up and you, you read it like this and you do it like this. And apparently Burt Reynolds turned around and goes, listen, son, that was the wrong response. What you should have said is, Mr. Reynolds, you've you've done stuff like this for years. Mr. Reynolds, you've got the experience to um, to work this crowd. Mr. Reynolds, you know what you're doing. Mr. Reynolds, you'll do this in your unique way and do it correctly. So yeah, to be apparently... Fair. To be fair, it's Burt Reynolds. You could just give him the car and go, you know what to do. That's all you have to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that was Burt Reynolds's. That was exactly Burt Reynolds's point. He's like, he doesn't need any young guy telling him how to no, do it. No, I don't. I would go with him on that, yeah. But yeah. I, I thought the guest referee was fantastic. I loved that pop for this big time when I was uh, when I was watching this live. <laughs> I thought the guest referee was brilliant for this. Uh... Thank you. Thank you. I'm happier to be here than you are. <laughs> I don't know about that. Ladies and gentlemen, this contest scheduled for one fall is our second World Wrestling Federation Championship match. This time, I introduce you to the special guest referee. All right, here we go. I think I know who it is. I think it's Owen Hart. A last minute replacement. I'm a huge fan of his too, and I know you are. It is Owen Hart. Rowdy. What? Rowdy. Piper. Where's the hot rod? Where is it? Yeah, it was it was good to see. I mean, because what I liked as well is when the Piper came out, you got massive pop from that. Oh yeah, the crowd, yeah, To be fair, up to this point, the crowd had quite a disappointing mid to late section of the card. Well, you had the ladder match, but other than that, right? Other than that, they, they had Adam Bomb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that cooled him off a little bit, didn't it? What I loved on commentary was they kept playing back to the Piper Bret Hart match, saying that yes. he won't call it down the middle because of the Piper Bret Hart match, which yeah. I thought was really clever. This is back in the day where they were like we discussed this earlier on where you would get little breadcrumbs of something then six months down the line, a year down the line, it would pay off. It that's that's what's missing from modern <sighs> wrestling a lot now. Oh yeah, yeah. Consistency, yeah. Consistency and just being able to see a storyline through. That's you can't even remember, you know, like I don't no. know, let's just say we watch wrestling and it's like, oh, that's Dean Ambrose fighting Bray Wyatt. We remember when Bray Wyatt did this. It's like, no, we don't. I don't remember. It wasn't memorable. He's fought Bray Wyatt 50 million times. I don't but remember which time it was, you know. That, that goes back <laughs> to my earlier point that they're, not, they're, not, they're no longer a wrestling company. They're now a company that just happens to show wrestling, but it's basically a, a giant soap opera. Yeah, which with I a $2 billion dollar TV is, deal. So. So, okay, I had a very large meltdown when I saw that number because of that, that I think it was that point I just gave up on everything because they're never going to change when they're getting two billion dollar deals from Fox of all places. Yeah, I can't wait for I cannot wait for the the reverse of this particular evening where we get the Democrats getting mocked for three hours a week. 
Next, next we have the the greatest, uh, one of the greatest workers in cardiovascular va- uh, vascular conditioning <laughs> against Bret Hart. Oh, um, vascular condition, but not, not the, the, the cardio. Yeah, who's who's already had one match tonight already? So and he he puts on a five star classic of <laughs> um oh, of, of how to walk. Um, <laughs> it's rolling, isn't it? He rolls around the ring. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, literally he's literally gassed when he gets in the ring. I he don't just, know how they get up He gives Piper a good glare, though. <laughs> that's probably because he he's like, puppy dog eyes off, please help me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've written down, could Piper be dressed any less like a referee? Oh, it's Piper, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to dress. Um, like, when Piper did it, it earlier, he had like, the, the shirt on, he did it properly. Piper's just like, I'm just going to wear my own. The match itself is, is a pretty lame main event. I mean... It was, it's not it, the best. I know WrestleMania Nine wasn't brilliant, but it was a lot better than it, you know, the main event was a lot better than this. I think the, the one redeeming factor of this match is Bret Hart's psychology is on point. He's selling everything the way he should. He's selling yeah. his knee. Selling his he knee. sells the sells the banzai drop after he gets it. Yeah, it's, and then obviously in the end he he, he he wins. Spoilers, but it's not like you see now. I'm, I'm going on some modern day rant. I feel like I'm Jim Cornette all of a sudden. Um, you know, you see Roman Reigns getting pummeled for 20 minutes and all of a sudden he just gets this 10-minute boost of adrenaline and he's king of the world. Whereas Bret Hart had to fight and claw for every single bit he got in this match. Oh, yeah, it looks like it, this looks like it takes effort. Yep, and then yeah. he, he gets the win, but Bret Hart's not you know, doing high fives. I'm not too keen on the one. finish. It's, it's clunky. Well, when he just but, falls off the turnbuckle. Well, it's similar, did it, though. they did it with Austin many years later, didn't they? It, it broke, like, didn't uh, it? The ropes broke or something. Well, yeah, <laughs> but this one, I think, I don't think the ropes broke. I don't know if it was supposed to break. Did he just fall? I don't remember the ropes. He, he, he lost his bouncing, I think. Yeah. He just falls down, then Brett pins him. And then, if I remember correctly, Brett wins the belt and he and he gets on the microphone and then Hulk Hogan comes down and he challenges him to a match there and then. Is that right? No, 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 no. no? Oh, am I getting no, mixed up with no. something? No, all right then. I have written down on the notes here, going, why was this not? And it could have been Hart versus Luger, and would that have been better? Well, I, I don't think you can have a WrestleMania without Real American playing at the end. But there you go. That's, you that's my opinion. And you will. Well, yes, I think it was um, Hart versus Luger. You would have had the same problem that Williams completely immobile. <laughs> this, this. <laughs> This is the first WrestleMania without Hogan at the ring at the end. You know that? Yeah, How very sad. I'm yeah. sure it is. I'm trying. I'm racking, I'm going through. Yeah, it is. It's the it. first. To even even the main event WrestleMania four, he wasn't involved in. He was still there at the bloody yeah, end still of the there, ring. Still you know? in the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, still in the spotlight. Yeah. I would, at, yeah. I would have preferred the coked out Iron Sheet get on the mic and just sing horrible things for five minutes for the greatest <laughs> mic than have Hulk Hogan. What I would would really liked in this match because because Pipe is getting like. So many pops during a match. Imagine if at the end he swerved and just laid out Brett and won the belt. All right, all right, Vince. So that's enough out of you. I've been mean, brilliant. I would have loved it. See, they won the they won the belt, did he? So Madison's quite gone. But, See the WrestleMania then, one. But then Michael Wynn steals the heavyweight belt from Brett Hart. How cool would that have been? But we would never have got the amazing shot at the end of the show when Owen Hart appears in the IOA staring a yep. hole through his brother who is well, lording the belt in the ring. Apparently it was McMahon's idea. He sent all the wrestlers in. Apparently it was um, Bret Hart regaled the story like from years, and Bret, uh, Vince must remember that he said he, like uh, he had this bully at school and um, he defeated the bullies and all the people like like raised them up like they were doing at the end. And uh, he said that he thinks that's why Vince sent all the wrestlers down to try and reenact that. But you're right, the bit where Owen comes out and you think 
Is he going to congratulate them? Is he going to congratulate? No, he's not going to congratulate It's amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. I mark for this still because it's so subtle <laughs> exactly what is going on and you know exactly where it's going. And it does build up to the best steel cage match at SummerSlam well, 94. We haven't determined whoa, whoa, that yet. But second, second best, Kennel from Hell first. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Shut up. This is on your head, this Cameron. You started this. This is your I started fault. this. So I'm going to be the next round table. Best cage match. There we go. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it's it's that is a fantastic end at the pay per view. It's a good I, shot I, to end I, on. I, it's wonderful because yeah. you don't have to say anything. Whereas if it was nowadays, you'd be getting like eight thousand different shots. Yeah, you'd, you'd be get, getting like you know Michael Cole it's, going after Black. It's ring just it's just a single shot, and it tells you everything you have to know. Yep. It's amazing. Simple, simple things. Sometimes the simple things, when done well, oh, yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. And it was, it's, it's just a really cool thing to end on. Yeah. So that's the pay per view done. Yeah. Ten so, years of WrestleMania. Ten years of WrestleMania. And um, four more years of Bill Clinton. Yay. Um, it's one of those, it feels awfully kind of like, Obviously, WrestleMania now is just this massive show, this all-encompassing, huge arena thing. It's a stadium, isn't it? And it's Yeah, and it often feels really weird watching some like the first sort of 1 through to 15 that just feel almost low-key in comparison. Yeah, but... Well, 3 is the only one that kind of compares to the modern ones, isn't it? Just based on the size of the building. Yeah, or 3 is massive, yeah. But all the rest, yeah. Although 8 was in a stadium, wasn't it? But it didn't feel packed. It no. didn't feel no, a lot of it's it, a lot of floor space on that one. Yeah. Goes back to my earlier point, it's an entertainment product now. A lot yeah. of the setups now are geared towards how many people can we stick in this arena. The atmosphere doesn't matter, the aesthetics don't matter, they've got the same yeah. Tron up all the time now, they just put different graphics on it. It's clear now that what WWE now is in 2018 compared to what it was in nineteen ninety four are two very different, two very distinct things. Yeah. Thank God, thank God for NXT. That's all I can say. What I like about Madison Square Garden is the, the the ramp faces the ring, the entrance faces the ring, which I thought was really cool. It's different, isn't it? Yeah, I love that because it's it's just a like I said, it's a unique shot, and that's it why is. it works. It works at Survivor Series. It's there. It works at the Rumble. That's there. Oh, it's yeah. cracking for the Rumble, isn't it? Oh, it's as I mentioned earlier, Rumble 2000 is one of my favorite shows, and it's one of the reasons for it is the setup. I love the WrestleMania 10 doors they've got as well. Oh, yeah. The, the, the X, X on the, the doors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty cool. Now, they, keep, they keep having to have someone, um, when the match starts, putting them back in place. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, they, obviously they seem to have the mechanism to open them for the entrances, but not to close them again. So, yeah. someone's actually you got, there. You've got to see some money somewhere, haven't you? You've got to see some money yeah, somewhere. Exactly. you got to save some money. It's almost like Jeff and Matt Hardy were either side of it. <laughs> well, I, thought was, I thought WrestleMania 10 is a pretty good show, especially... It's... Well, 94 was a big year for me because I got Sky. So yeah. as much as I followed all the pay-per-views, I could then now watch it like week by week, you know, like wrestling, which yeah. I've always dreamed of up until that point. Mm. So 94 okay. is a big year in wrestling for me, but I loved WrestleMania 10. I really did. Well, but where does it go on the list? I was literally about to ask Ooh. that. We're going now. Have we got the list in the front of is, us? It, it, we it's have kind of five minutes. Yeah, do we have an awkward five minutes of trying to find the list again? I've got it in front of me. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Well, <sighs> it does have two of the greatest matches ever. It's nowhere near the top, though, because the rest of the card is atrocious. Is it better or worse than ECW Living Danger in 1999? Better than that. Better. better. Is it yeah. better than King of the Ring 93? 
better. I think it's better, better than that. Yeah, I think so. Is it better Overall. than Survivor Series '95? Mm, no. Better. I think it is. Mm, them no. two matches to me. Them two matches carry it. Well, and the okay, ladder match isn't bad she- either. Above Survivor Series 95 is No Mercy 1999, speaking of ladder matches. Uh, I don't think it goes above that, because for all this, for all the ground this mat this covered, <laughs> that tag team ladder match had a, a massive change of everything, because that was uh, the agitator kicking into full batshit crazy gear for the next four to five years. So you're saying it's better than Survivor Series 95, but, but we're not, but then, there's no mercy? Then No Mercy 99 is only remembered for one match. And this pay-per-view is remembered for like two. We've just oh, you, uh, you were going to say that. So <laughs> if you're going to argue that way, okay. Well, above what's No up? Mercy 99 above is... No mercy 99, what's above No Mercy? SummerSlam 02. Is what, sorry? SummerSlam 2002. That's got rock. Oh, no way. 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 No well, according to the magical guide, it is one Mr. Cameron Phillips. Apparently so. Apparently Please be so. something I don't have to watch. No, 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 and I can't really decide which one to go for. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll give you sort of subtle kind of clues, and you guys can pick which one you want. Oh, have God. you just stole my? Have you just stole the concept I told you about that one time I was going to do? Possibly. <laughs> um, <laughs> the three choices you've got are: you can either have a pay per view that I know is good, a pay per view that I've been told is good, Ooh. or a pay per view that's quite good. And kind of links to the one we've just done. I've got a question. Who told you it was good? Was it me? No. Right, well, let's choose that one then. Uh, so you know it's good. One that I know is good. One that I know is good. One that I've told is good. And one that is okay, but it links into this one a bit. Ah, told. I, a WrestleMania I'm, 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 I'm I want to go with, I want to go with told is good. Told is good. Okay. Yeah. Ewan's going told is good. I'm going told. Yes. Oh, oh God. Oh, God, it'll be some bollocks. I want to know what you know is good. The one right. I know is good. You want the other rule? What? Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to tell you what the other two were. were. Oh, <laughs> bastard. Okay, so you want to go the one that I've been told is good. Come on. Hit it with we, us. Are, we are doing... The 1989 Great American Bash. Oh, was that not a tour? We're going to watch all like 11 hours of the tour or something, no? No. I'm looking it up right there. It's the one with Terry Funk and Rick Flair. Oh, here we go. Proper NWA stuff there, isn't it? There's a a workings match here as well. Yep. I'm telling you, it's a tour, I'm sure it is. And there's also a two-ring King of the Hill Battle Royal. What the fuck oh, is that? Two rings? Oh, come on. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. There is a main event. The third match on the card is, is main event. Sorry, fourth match on the card is main event level. Who told you this was good? Anyway. What? Uh, anyway, I don't need the internet because I've got my wrestling almac, which I'm going to find in my drawer right now. There oh, it is. Fuck. Wrestling oh. almac. Well, back to I the feature, isn't it? I don't need, I don't need you and your fancy Future Al's brought it back from t- t- uh, 2015. <laughs> right, I, I can already tell you there are two matches that are going to get shit on immediately. Oh, it's yeah, not Spider-Man dude again, is it? No. <laughs> the Arachnid or whatever his name was. I, I kind of Arachnaman. That's it. <laughs> there you go. Hang on. Which year would oh, no, we're not doing 87? Which one is 89. 89. 89. Oh, no. 86 and 87 is the tour. Sorry. Let's oh, oh. have a look. All, all, I want to say, all I want to say is I cannot wait for us to go over the epic, epic contest between two managers with a bullshit stipulation. Do it. I'm down well, for I this. Can't. Well, that's good. Cool because I can't. This owl used to... Apparently, if you well, it is type... an owl, Manak, isn't it? If you, if, if you type into Google best WCW pay-per-view, this one is the one that go, it goes are, are you fucking serious? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Apparently the so. Mac, the pages are coming up, my Almac. Almanac, do you mean? You should have masturbated. I love me. I used to buy these back in the day because you didn't have the internet, so you had to buy these things. All right, um, Grant. That's enough of you. All right, Grampy Al. Come on, Here Jesus. we go from the Baltimore Arena. Right, I'm going to have a read of this. Okay. Well, oh, do, do it now. Do it for the next show. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just going to read the book. I won't watch it. I'll read the book. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I'm just about to say, Al's, but I bet Al's just going to read the book and then just not <laughs> watching the show. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for Al to visualize this match in his head. <laughs> oh, my God. All uh, right. <laughs> well, and I thought Harvey Wilkman and. Um, Harvey Wilkman in there, Howard Finkel. There you go. That looks a, that's a classic in there. Um, um, you know what? It doesn't look okay. Okay, it doesn't look terrible. Okay, and I've already seen the I've seen the War Games match. I've seen the main event. Uh, okay, okay, okay. You know what? You know what? I'll give that a chance. That don't look too here's, bad. Actually, here's my question: How do you start off a show with four rings and then go back to one for the rest of the show? I've no we'll idea. Out, I, 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 I started. I started watching it the other night for the first ten minutes, and the, the battle royal at the start is something to behold. Oh, I, um, it's traditional WCW rules. Also, oh, absolute fucking insanity. So just Can like I, you know, here's ring one, here's ring two, and then you get eliminated by being dumped at ring two, but then you still carry on the second half of the match. Oh, it's oh that one. Can I make a very bold prediction? Game. Sure. Um, did the heels win the coin toss at the war games? Oh, well, we'll find out. Al. We'll find out next show, won't we? I know. I know it's crazy. I know. I know. You know, it probably won't happen, but I think the heels might win the, the coin toss. Who's taking a piss? I'm in the bath. To uh, the same thing. I'm running the bath. I forgot. At least he's waiting till the end to get into the bath. This podcasting's dirty work. I've got to cleanse myself. Yeah, bacon sandwich earlier on. Bacon sandwich earlier on. That's got you. So, keys to balls. <laughs> oh, um, if you've been to the end of this episode, God bless you. I love God you. God bless you. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Conquistables. Yes. Yep. At Evil and Phil at Triple H at Slum. 316. 316. Don't yes. even bother uh, looking for Al. Because he's not on there, really, technically oh, speaking. So send your Al Max to. Yes. <laughs> um. Remember the, and Twitch, the Twitch channel as well. Yes. Twitch channel. Hang on, on Twitch. We, we got a camera on this. Hang on. Uh, oh, Jesus how's the camera work on this? Please don't. Um, I'm, I'm almost scared. <laughs> Please. 
Don't turn on the video chat, Al, please, God. <laughs> I don't want to see the submarine poking through the, the, the soap. You don't want to see Space Mountain. I don't want to see Space Mountain. I don't want to see Geordie Mountain. He's gone. How to flip it the other way? What an ugly bastard. <laughs> you can just see my forehead. Stop that. <laughs> Oh, this he's technology is too much for me. Oh, he's... Where's he gone? There, oh, there he, he is. Yeah, hey, there we are. There we go. Look, there we go. Look, here we go. Disgusting this is, this is making, this is making brilliant radio. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, a book of facts. We can, we can see books. Hi. <laughs> I've got Bobby Robson's autobiography. Look, there we go. <laughs> you got Kevin Keegan's? No, hang on. I, I, oh, no. For the listeners who can't see this, we're looking at Al's bookshelf. He's just returned the almanac to the shelf. I'm showing his book. He's just put the screen. phone down on the carpet, so we're just seeing the phone. Camera down, so okay, we're not looking at black screen. No, we're back. We're back. There's the Guinness hat. There's the Guinness hat. Belt. A Grand National shot glasses. Oh. There's Mr. T. Oh yeah. Um. What got here? We got me World Cup book and all the important books. World Cup book. There's some. There's some things there. Um, what the hell uh, is... there we go. Uh-huh. I, I believe that's uh, a six-changer transformer there. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. That's podcasty. Look. Yeah, but you can't it's, see it. You can't see it on the podcast, Al. We can't see it. We still can't see it, Al, because this is an audio medium. You can see it, no? We can, we see, can it, see it, yeah. But yeah but it's not exactly nobody nobody listening to this can, because they're not in the room with us right now. I can't wait to see little footballers, look. Oh my god. Best one. Okay, then I think I think that's concluded my um my my show round Hang on, um, oh, hang on, hang on. It's a wrestling podcast. Hang on, I'll throw me wrestling. There we go. There we go. Oh my god! You see, before there was a network, before there was a network. You know, I don't need no network. Don't worry, you know? I'll, I'll fade this yeah. out about ten minutes ago. I'll just fade it back in now. You just feel it back in that we've been I'll here for 10 minutes out. just watching. They well, see, uh... sorry, because he's still going. <laughs> he's still going, isn't he? You know, I, usually, I can't I show you to... nothing. I'm upstairs in the bedroom, so I can't really show you anything. I usually have to right. pay a lot of money to see inside people's houses. <laughs> At my free webcams, is not free. No, it's not. There you go. Oh, oh, I've God. got it off now, so you don't have to worry. You've offended me beyond belief, that. so you don't have to worry. Hey! <laughs> What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> Podcast goals. See, see, we know now that Phil's sort of like part Scottish when he drinks that, you see. Exactly. Oh, if, he, if he wasn't drinking that, he wouldn't be able to understand me and you. Oh, That's a true. very good point. <coughs> I 
I just thought you'd like to see me house. There we are. Well, this was quite the episode. <laughs> it was quite the episode. Nobody would be able to see because, you know, they're not actually recording the video. No. <laughs> well, Thank God for that. I enjoyed showing you around. Oh, I, we we enjoy you. Why? Who's who's showing us no camera? Oh, it might be me. Hold on. <laughs> see, a... see, my camera's far more interesting. I've got a tape over the front of it. Oh, because you... I hate the idea of being having cameras pointing at me all the time. Someone watching your wank with you. Well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. I just that. I I just broadcast that, and you know, it happens. Nobody ah. needs a revenue stream. You getting yep. that now? You getting that? Or has it just decided to quit because oh. it couldn't find anything? Hold oh, it's on. It's found something there. Nope, still nothing. Still nothing. Oh. All gone. This is this is amazing. No. No. Ah, oh, fuck it. <coughs> you're, obviously, you're obviously just far too attractive for the camera to work. I am. I am. There you go. I'll cover that back up now. Yep. Well, we got shitty work in the morning. Was <coughs> we have. Well, yes. Let's let's all take a shower together and end this podcast. Well, yeah, we've seen Al's house. Haven't we finished like half an hour ago? I think <laughs> so. It felt that way. Uh, does uh, anyone actually... want me to put the camera on while I'm in the bath? No, yes. no, no. <laughs> just no. just start off. Sorry, I'll just, just, off, I'll just call me back in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> Listen, no. website, Twitter, conquistables. Leave us messages. Like us. Yep. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing more Fire Pro hopefully soon, and doing Yay. our own federation on Fire Pro. Uh, oh, that makes a good radio podcast. Oh, eat my dick! Shut streaming up. it, you doofus. Well, well, well. I could stream. No, I won't stream my house. You're right. That's a bad idea, right? That shorty house IRL streams is just Al screaming at the drink TV trunk. Nice. Yep. Um, we're all doing the conquista post, but I am doing my own adventure at the moment with Fire Pro. With yes, it's really really good. Bob Sap reborn. Bob Sap Part 2, yeah. Yes, Bob Sap 2.0, and he's currently now in chaos. We're really off last time. He is ah. uh, now in chaos. I keep into a, a, a reading of a WCW comic my wife found at her house. Oh? Yeah, a, a 1992 vintage WCW comic. Sweet. Nice. Maybe I'll live stream that. Let's go nuts. Sure, why not? That's <laughs> I wish yep. that uh, I wish I was able to put my GameCube on and stream from that because I actually managed to buy Day of Reckoning two for like a nice. tenner the other day. Wow! So that was fun. That's um, pretty good. Feeling that into the PayPal project. That's I did. Yes, I did that yesterday. That was the first one in about four or five months. Hello to the yep. podcast as well. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, back to life. Uh, yeah, slowly content is being generated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we also have a YouTube page. Let's not forget that. We do. Now we do. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you can't be bothered watching me on Twitch or would rather just skip through to the interesting parts, which, to be honest, is the whole thing, um, it's available on YouTube. I'm sure a fellow. What the hell is going on? Al's reorganizing his house. But if you do go YouTube, search for Bad Education TV. Yep, yes. that's what it's on. Uh, yeah, it's the old uh, YouTube channel mine, but we're going to put the Concussion Board stuff on there. Yep. It's cool. So I'll get the odd video of my son streaming Spider Man or something. All six episodes are are there at the moment. Uh, more this weekend, so you know cool. if you're interested in that kind of thing, tune in. Yeah, all the Conquistable podcasts are on there as well. Yes, they are. Which? Although 
you may not have the full podcast for reasons. Now, there's three that I have to edit down slightly, but you can still get the full version on the feed, and all of them, I think, have been hit by some kind of pop, some copyright thing for it. <laughs> Literally, I think all of them. Well, least, not all of them for the... Um, a few for the wrestling music, but majority uh-huh. of them for when like when the things fall over and I play that um uh the hold music. Are you serious? It gets so caught in every single one. Spanish please get you yeah. in trouble. Oh my god. It's like the happy birthday song, it just gets just gets nailed on the new video. Jesus. So. Well, should we should we fill in my house again next next time? I would, yeah. I would actually really enjoy that. How's about uh, next time starting off in your own house? That'd be good, uh, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> an, an interesting new experience. I, I send apologies, Mister Phillips. I, 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 mean, I, I do hang around with crazy people, but there we're you not, go. We're not, we're not, we're not going to uh, intros or outros, are we? we? We've not nailed that oh, down right. into an art form. Once we get oh, into right. it, it's oh. fine. But we always just sort of petered away to nothing. So, <laughs> bye, bye, bye. What was that? <laughs>